Welcome to HeartSpeak Podcast, episode 217, Showing Up and Shining Out. Welcome to the HeartSpeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world, you are welcome. It's always good to be with you. And I hope you're noticing the shift in energy. Thankfully, we're moving away from that scorpionic deep energy. I love Scorpio, but I think we've had enough of that deep emotional energy. And moving into Sagittarius, a much more transpersonal energy, a fire sign. And we have the sun, Venus, Mercury, all in Sagittarius. And along with that, we also have Jupiter, which is the ruler of Sagittarius, now becoming direct in Pisces. And on December the 21st, a very important date in terms of the solstice, it moves into Aries. So as I spoke about last time, Jupiter is picking up all those dreams and now moving them forward, fermenting and fertilizing those dreams so that by December the 21st, we should see some really gorgeous movement forward. Action takes place. So be aware of that in your own life. What's stirring now? What's going to happen over these next few weeks? And be aware that you're picking up something that's very new. So it may be that you're really still sifting through old ideas and saying, well, I don't think that's the direction I'm going to go in. Or you thought that you were going to do something and now you're not so passionate about it and something else is emerging. So just be aware of your dreams, how things are changing, how you may be more frustrated with something or more passionate about something and allow that fermentation, that fertilization to be taking place. It's an exciting time. And at the same time, it's not all totally quiet because a lot was said and done over the last three months. And that has to be healed. When I look at some of the damage that's been done to people, either by harsh words or not having any voice or being dismissed, this is not a good way to be treating each other. And that might be just between you and your family and friends, or it may be what you're feeling generally. And this idea of having a voice is going to become stronger and stronger over the next few weeks and months. And a lot of healing is going on because we're going to see Mercury and Venus trining Chiron, which is in Aries. And we're also going to see some more passionate desires to come to the truth because that's what Sagittarius is all about. Sagittarius, that centaur with this arrow pointing in a direction, is saying we need to have that arrow pointing towards a direction that brings justice and fairness and honesty, because any of you who have Sagittarian energy will know how important that is in your life. I want to be honest. I don't like people lying to me. And I feel that we've been going through a time where 
someone may not say they're lying, <laughs> and we won't use that word misinformation, but much more about distraction, distortion of a truth, delusion. <laughs> and now when Sagittarians are around this fire sign, it's like the mist is clearing. And it's not about judgment. It's about truth. Just tell me the truth. I can deal with that. So tell me who you are. And I feel that that's going to become more and more open. And we're seeing that and for those of us who are able to see beyond the veils of information that is put out to kind of delude us and illusions. And to say, okay, this is what you're doing. If you're needing to keep something secret, it can't be good. <laughs> if, if I'm having to hold a secret and not share it, it must be I'm already doing something that I don't think you'd want to hear or maybe anybody else would want to hear. So if I can't share my truth with you, then I need to ask myself, am I doing something dishonest? Am I doing something that I'm going to be judged for? So this is a time why I wanted to say showing up and shining out is we all need to be showing up. We need to find that way that is saying, what am I hiding of myself? Where am I not being true to myself, not to anybody else, just to ourselves. What lies am I telling myself? And so Sagittarius is really demanding that we speak our truth, not only to others, but to ourselves. And this brings me round to my joy of working with astrology. And just want to say that I have two Let's Talk astrology seminars coming up. Um, next week and the following week, and you're very welcome to go onto my website to find those dates and more information. But I say that because I have always tried to find ways to understand myself. I have done everything. <laughs> I have looked at astrology, numerology, uh, the way I speak, the color of my eyes. And what I find is that fortunately or unfortunately, all my strengths and my challenges show up in so many different ways. I've even looked at my teeth because each tooth is associated with another organ. I've looked at the face because my face shows you something. It's as if the whole body, the whole way of us being is saying, look in the mirror and you will know who you are. And for me, numerology and astrology are some of the most powerful ways of understanding ourselves. I know there's the Enneagram, but in some ways, what I find with both numerology and astrology, it's like it lays it out for me. It's not that you need to know who you are. You are seen in the wholeness. In other words, sometimes when I'm looking at an astrology chart, I see things in you that you may not see in yourself. And so what happens is you'll only know yourself or describe yourself in terms that are maybe known to you or that you feel comfortable with. But what I'm interested in when I'm looking at an astrology chart, whether that's in my soul readings, etc., is what don't you know about yourself? What is, what is needing to be shown to you? And the surprising thing is that what we hide from ourselves are not the negative pieces. 
you know, we say, oh, well, I don't want to, I'm, I hide that in the shadows. I don't want someone to know that I'm not a nice person or I'm, I'm very powerful. What we tend to, sh to, sh to hide are those things that are beautiful about us, wonderful about us. And that's the sad part. And part of my journey for myself and for others is why do we hide ourselves? And that, <laughs> that story that I may carry is about don't show off. I wonder if any of you carry that one. Don't show off. That's why I wanted to put show into the title because it was across the board that I think all of us have been at some time told don't show off. Nobody likes a big head. Who, you know, you shouldn't have your opinion. You're too much. Am I, am I sharing words that you may relate to? You know, be humble, be kind, be generous, think of others, don't think of yourself all the time. And maybe that's just, you know, in my own world, but I think it's done a lot of harm. And when I do watch people who are very comfortable expressing who they are, I'm, I'm admirable of them. It's like, wow, they don't carry that same stigma. But I'm also aware that when someone has to keep using the word I in all their conversations, I did this, I did this, I did this. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they are confident. The more we have to use that word, <laughs> the more we're probably trying to convince ourselves of something rather than everybody else. So I'm asking myself, where am I hiding? Now, because Sagittarius is about revealing when Jupiter uh, starts going forward, which it's doing now, it's like it's revealing the truth. Again, no judgment, just like, da-da, here it is. So where am I hiding? Where am I playing small? Where am I asking other people to come and you know, experience myself because I'm not willing to move forward? And if I look at astrology, for instance, there are places where I'm often asked, you know, what is my purpose or what is what is my qualities? And there are planets and uh, qualities in those planets that give us a real indication of our, our gifts and our talents, as well as our challenges. So about our job, our second house, so if we've got the time and the date of your birth, especially the time, obviously most people know their date, we can say, okay, in that second house shows me how you will make money. It says, this is your gifts and talents. And it's very interesting that our gifts and talents are often how we make money. <laughs> Makes sense. So the second house is ruled by Taurus. Taurus is about your gifts and talents, your possessions. What, what possessions do you have? And when I look at that second house, it may be empty, but that doesn't mean it has no knowledge. We usually look at what is the sign that starts that second house. But if you have anything in your second house, it's telling me, aha, you're going to make money this way. So for me, I have Neptune in the second house. Neptune is about intuition and mysticism. Wow, I make money by being mystical. The downside of my Neptune in the second house is Neptune is about mysticism. And I sometimes kind of don't always ask for the money up front. I'm so excited by doing the thing, I forget to ask about money. So money doesn't quite slip through my fingers, but it isn't the foremost 
experience. I'm always thinking, wow, I could have fun doing this. That's just me and my Neptune. But if I'm looking at someone's second house, it's really important that we say, are you making money this way? So if you've got Scorpio in your second house, are you making money by being a shaman, a psychologist, um, working with sexual energy, dancing, drumming? If not, there's something not working for you there. Or you might be working in prisons or with those that are dying. All these are scorpionic qualities bringing about transformation or being present in transformation. And then the other place we look to is the midheaven. Now, I think the midheavens is really interesting because the midheaven is where, what is your authority? How are you showing your authority in the world, your experience? How are you an expert? And the midheaven really is our career in the best way. Even if you say, well, I don't have a career, uh, I'm, I'm working from home or I, I'm uh, working in other ways, but it is, what is your reputation? You know, am I a brilliant, what am I brilliant at? So my midheaven is Gemini. So speaking, writing, teaching. Fortunately, I'm living my midheaven. And so I'm very aware when I'm talking to someone or looking at their chart, and again, it does rely on me knowing your time. Are you living your midheaven? And if you're not, then we've got serious problems. So the midheaven, let's say, is Taurus. Taurus is about food, finance, structure, nature, uh, touch, taste, <laughs> all of those wonderful qualities, sound. So if someone's not working in any of those fields when they've got a Taurus midheaven, then we need to, again, suggest that you may look at changing your job. And the other real decider is Venus. Venus. Venus, in a beautiful way, is what do I love doing? So wherever your Venus is, I love whatever. Venus in Gemini, I love reading. Venus in Sag, I love traveling. And again, it's like, are you doing this? So astrology to me doesn't necessarily say you've got to do those. Or this even has a prediction. I'm not particularly into predicting something, but I am saying something's turning up. And as I'm talking about astrology every week and I talk about all the shifts or the transits that are taking place, that's happening to our own charts. So when something moves across what was there in our what we call our natal chart at the time of our birth, it stimulates something. So when something goes over one of our planets in our natal chart, something moves, something changes, or something's being stimulated. And you know, the question is, are we actually receptive to that change or do we resist it? And then if you want to say, well, where are my challenges? My challenges are in my Chiron. Chiron is where am I wounded? Everybody has a Chiron. So where am I wounded is I'm wounded in this place. So if I'm Chiron in Aries, I know it's happening at this moment, is am I wounded in starting up new experiences myself? my innovation, and I've often talked about Chiron and Aries, often looking for someone else to do it with you, needing some support, which is absolutely fine. But Chiron is also about not only where am I wounded, but where am I healing, and then where can I heal others? And so many healers find themselves developing their own healing gifts because of how they wish to help others. And the other one that we all look at is Saturn. Saturn is, where am I limited? But it's also, where am I learning? And where 
am I going to teach? So Saturn is also a great place to look and say, what am I teaching someone? And, and, but we can only teach from our own experience of moving beyond that limitation. And this is why I find astrology so fascinating. I do the same with numerology in a very simple way of just, because I can do it just very quickly of looking at, if I add up all your numbers, what do those numbers mean? And are you doing it? So if, when you add up all your numbers and you bring it down to a single digit, and maybe your single digit is a one, it's about a being a leader. Are you leading? Oh no, I hate leading. I'm in the background. <laughs> or a number three, are you creative? Are you an architect? Are you thinking? Yes, I am. <laughs> number four, am I just a hard worker? Yes, you are. <laughs> so those numbers really help us to say, not you should be doing that, but it gives us this idea of what we call an action number. Am I living my truth? And my astrology saying the same. Am I loving and living my truth? And this is a time for doing that. And when I work with someone and look at someone, I might find that they're on the edge of that, but they may be making excuses, and we all do that. And it's important for us to recognize this dear throat chakra jumping in and saying, oh, I couldn't do that. And I've heard that a million times. <laughs> I have nothing to share. I'm nobody. Everybody else is already saying this. Nobody would understand me. What have I got that's different? I couldn't explain it. Whatever. And we've, we've all got our little challenges. And what I would be suggesting at this time as Sagittarius is shining a light on all of that, is saying, where are we hiding? And what story are we making up to stay small? And we hear ourselves saying, oh, yes, well, you know, that's one of my issues. It's one of my challenges. I'm here to suffer. Whatever it is. And the bottom line is, is it the fact that you truly are unwilling to share this from a place of fear? I don't know, from a place of fear. Or is it the fact that if I did share this or if I did shine, things would have to change? And that's what I feel that's happening now. There is such a change in our beingness. As you've heard me say, we're all being upgraded rewired and many of us are experiencing that whether you know through physical or emotional symptoms or sleep disturbance but as our dna is awakening as each of us has that unique combination of dna each, each of us has this amazingly unique combination that's like nobody else there is no more time to hide if we care about moving forward as a species, then it is so essential for each of us to acknowledge our gifts, to manifest our gifts, and to lay that piece of the jigsaw down to make the wholeness that we need at this time. And I'm feeling that it isn't anybody else stopping us doing that except for sometimes those old messages 
about not showing off or not being a big hag or who do you think you are? And I'm wanting us all to be able to say, I know who I am. And I am ready to put my piece of the jigsaw down. And I don't need anybody else's approval. I don't need you to acknowledge I've done it. I want to be able to say, I did my piece. I showed up. I am no longer hiding. And that is a very different energy than going against something. I have no problem with other people showing up in their unique ways. But it doesn't define how I show up and what I want to express. And if we have trouble knowing what those challenges are or those, those gifts are, then, as I say, astrology can help us. But perhaps we know more than we let on. I really encourage all of us to write down six, six of our major gifts, six of our major talents. In other words, what do you find easy? What do you find easy? And it's so easy that you just take it for granted. Oh, I have no problem with that. And what do you find easy that is a bit quirky, but it's again easy? For instance, I've always been able to read energy. I take it for granted. But I realize that everybody else isn't like me. But that doesn't make me wrong. It just makes me understand that that's one of my gifts. What is it that you may do psychically that is unique? Do you feel energy? Do you see auras? Do you, do you have those experiences where synchronicities easily happen for you? Do you have times where you think of something and it happens? Are you a magician? Um, do you find writing easy? Do you find drawing easy? Do you like dancing? What is that expression of that self that comes through? How does it come through? Do you like tidying up? Do you like cleaning house? What is it? And you might say they're strange, but they're all part of you. You know, a Virgo may notice something that the picture isn't straight, but it's not because they're just a hypercritical individual. They are very observant about what brings balance, what brings harmony, similar to a Libra. So I, I ask you to become more aware of what you psychically, intuitively know. Do you know that you have a connection to the star beings? Do you, do you have a connection to your guides? Do you feel things? Do you feel their presence? Do you have dreams that are unique? Because I'm aware of how often we dismiss these, these magical experiences. Sometimes we have to go back into our childhood and say, you know, you're right. When I was a child, I used to have a special friend. I used to write things. I used to be able to see fairies. And then someone shut me down. What is it that's unique about you? And you may say to me, none of that. I'm not psychic at all. Okay, so what is unique about you? What is it that you do so naturally that you don't even give yourself the celebratory pat on the back? 
this is a time for really showing off. This is a time for saying nobody does this quite like me. This is a time to shine. No excuses. Go and buy yourself that little star you can put on your chest and say, I did it. It is time. And as we literally embody the gifts of our star beingness, because everybody is star, a star being, the more energy comes into us. When we block it or dismiss it, the energy stops. And I often feel as if the guides or the star beings are saying, I keep you know, showering you with this wonderful angel dust and you keep dusting it off. And what I and you need to do is say, not just thank you, not, it's not just gratitude. They don't want the gratitude. They want you to celebrate who you are. I am a brilliant whatever. And once we embody those gifts, then more will flow into us. But every time we push them away or shut them down, there's, there's no place to go. So I just finally end with my dear friend Makua used to say that we have a bowl of light. And a bowl of light sits in our heart. But he said that what happens is after a while, we fill that bowl of light with all these negative thoughts. I can't do it. I don't deserve it. I must be small. And eventually our light is dimmed. And we feel dim. Because it's not that that bowl of light is just about loving everybody, but the bowl of light connects us to all that we are. And so perhaps having listened to this podcast, you might take a bowl and fill it with a lot of soil or leaves or whatever you want to fill it with. And just imagine that that's how heavy that is. And then maybe tip it out and feel how light your heart is. Feel how light that bowl is. And feel your heart shine when it's not covered by the dross of our smallness, but full of our bigness our fullness, and say, nobody's going to put my light out again. I'm here to shine. Until next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the Archive Podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of HeartSpeak.